Blog Talk Radio. Yo, Bird. What's up, man? Rick Camacho, dog. You know how we do it, man. I know you be traveling, doing your thing. Hit me up, dog. I need a, uh, an intro for you for my show. So, kiss the radio. If you can't take the heat, nah, that's too cliche. My man DJ Slicks always do it his way. From the base of the valley, he always put it down with the street level bumps and the underground sound. Now you can find him on the dot com, Soul Kitchen Radio. Take it to your favorites, man, that's the best way to go. From the up and coming to the vet on the grind, he the kind of music that it stimulates your mind. It's a sign of the times when the clock strikes 11 and Slicks starts to repping with him easy in a session. One time I missed a Monday but didn't really trip. I just subscribed on iTunes and downloaded quick. With a click or a tap, he's bound to get you right on your desktop connect with your handheld device. So your cousin and your friend is about the hottest show with Slick Rick and my show on Soul Kitchen Radio. If you haven't heard Soul Kitchen Radio, man, let me tell you. Soul Kitchen Radio, Slick Rick and my show. Soul Kitchen Radio, big old Maisie. Soul Kitchen Radio, crazy ball heads down with Soul Kitchen Radio. Tell your grandma this is Soul Kitchen Radio. You are now tuned to Soul Kitchen Radio. New music Monday. Soul Kitchen Radio. Oh, Soul Kitchen Radio, what's up? It's your man Rick Camacho. We're back today. We have a great show lined up for you. Uh, you, you don't want to miss today's show. We got the real Fred Hammond coming on the show today. Isn't that amazing? Right now, I got Omizi on the phone. I got Misha is making a first-time appearance at the beginning of the show. Oh, my God. I know, I know. Can't Uh-oh. believe it. Uh, we must got yeah. something to do today. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and we already got a caller on the line. Hold on, 510, who is this? Yo, 510, what's up? Rodney, is this Rodney? Okay, we're going to put them on, on the hold. Low. Yeah, we're going to stay on the hold for a minute right now. Let them hover. Yeah, we're gonna let yeah, him just thing in. Oh, he just hung up anyway. So he 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 got he got stage fright. Anyway, great show today, man. I've I've been excited about this show for the last two weeks. Ever since I booked this guest, we got Fred Hammond, originally commissioned. Been doing this since like 1985, from the wine in to the commission to 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 the RFC. So so today we got a it's a different kind of show. Usually we're 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 like known as a strictly hip hop show. Today we're gonna to take it to Jesus. How about that? There you go. Take it to Jesus. Today we are definitely gonna you're gonna see a different side of me, and I'm sure it's gonna bring out a different side of everybody else because we got Fred Hammond, the incomparable Fred Hammond, coming on the line in about 20 minutes. So it's gonna be a spiritual show today. Oh my Uh-oh. God, it's gonna be so spiritual. In fact, hold on, uh, we got. You yeah. want to talk now? Five one zero. What's up? Who's this? Hey, what's going on, man? Just think first. How's everything going? What's up, Cousin Rodney? Cousin Rodney, what's up, man? <laughs> oh, man, I guess I called at the right time. I feel I fit right on in with the spiritual uh, situation, huh? I mean, we know you, you too. You know, we got we got Fred Hammond coming on the show today, and I'm so excited. Okay, okay. About that. In fact, what we're doing, we're giving away. He's got a new he's got a new album coming out. Uh, it's a class. It's a jazz album called Granddad Turner. We're giving away. We're giving away some copies that are signed by Fred Hammond, you know, so okay. we're going to give those away. So, Rodney, let's talk about your thing first, closing real quick. 
before we get started with with the whole show, Think First Clothing. Tell us about how you got it started and uh, and where can people find your your Think First Clothing. Well, first of all, um, you know, me and my uh, family got together. We wanted, you know, start some type of business, and uh, we came up with an idea of selling shirts. You know, someone. Uh, Everyone could, uh, you know, wear, enjoy, and uh, could benefit from something positive. And uh, my son came up with the word "think" and uh, decided, okay, you know, I like that word. Uh, let's let's replace the I with the with the n- numeric number one. You know, and uh, come up with that's how we came up with "think first. And uh, so we got a pack and everything. We did a trademark search on it and came back clear. So we were able to patent it. And at the same time, it's something positive that uh, that everyone could benefit from, uh, you know, uh, different uh, ethnic background. And, you know, um, people of all ages, two years old all the way up to 80 years old, you know, this is something positive, something, you know, that we all could benefit from that, you know, that would help us, you know, uh, you know, take time to think first before we re- react, think first before we speak. Because if you know it, it, it's a, it would have a positive uh, impact in our everyday lives. You know, uh, whether it's um, making a. Uh, go ahead. No, I, I like the I like Ronnie. I like the I like the whole thing first thing. But you got a four X for Omizi. Omizi's on the road all the time. He could he could wear that stuff. Omizi E40. They could they could use some thing first clothing. Well, they would okay. you guys wear that stuff on the. Uh, on, on tour, Rodney, or uh, we'll meet you. Yeah, we try to we try to wear whatever uh, whatever folks uh, you know, as long as it's a four X or a six X, you know what I'm saying? And saying you know saying something that we you know we co-sign, you know what I'm saying? But you know, definitely things first is a is a good you know it's a good one right there. You know what I'm saying? And then also, yeah. Also, yeah. also in San Francisco every week, my man Misha is doing comedy. And he could probably use an extra small for him. Uh, yeah, I'll take that to the house. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. I got all know. sizes, man. I got all sizes. Yeah, yeah I like that. And, okay, uh, yeah, um, you can visit. Uh, you can visit website. Uh, you know, thinkfirstclothing.com. dot com. And um, you know, I got the website and uh, you know different colors on there. I got hoodies, sweatshirts, t shirts. I got ladies. Uh, Feminine cut shirts, you know. You know, I'll be getting a lot of positive feedback from this, and uh, from you know, from you know, from entertainers all the way up to uh, you know, churches, uh, schools. You know, I'll be getting a lot of uh, positive feedback. A lot of people are interested in in what I'm trying to uh, put out there. And at the same time, um, you know, I'm trying to expand my company, and not only t- uh, into jeans, tennis shoes, uh, uh, cologne, perfumes, uh, athletic wear, uh, sweatsuits. So I'm just starting from the bottom right now, and I'm trying to work my thinking. way up. You've been doing huh? a whole lot of thinking, basically. I said you've been doing a whole lot of thinking, basically. Yeah, yeah. Well, basically, before I even, you know, put this out on the market, I'm trying to, uh, uh, I had to think about, you know, how far can I go with this, you know, because I just don't want to be limited on what I'm trying to do. I want to expand and make this grow, not only expand to the, uh, to the, uh, to the population out here, 
I'm gonna expand the uh, my idea to different different areas, uh, clothing and um, you know maybe uh, I eventually want to expand out to maybe uh, setting up a uh, rehabilitation center. Wow, that that's from a T-shirt you to know? a whole rehabilitation center. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, and, and foster care. You know, I'm, I got a I got a broad. Um, you know, like uh, it's, it's, it may take some years, but that's okay. Cause I want, I built, I came up with. The, it's all about starting from the idea and working my way up. You know what I mean? So you know, hard work pays off. You know, if you got something good, everybody likes. You know what I mean? And just, exactly. you know, I've been in it for a year, and I decided to expand another year because you know it's been selling. So as long as it keeps selling, I'm in business. That's good. That's good, man. That's that's what it's all about, man. And and like uh. Like what McCullough said last week in his in his NFL NFL Hall of Fame speech, if your dreams are bigger than you, then there's something wrong with your dreams. <laughs> That's real. Yeah. Man, and it, it also we're gonna talk a little bit about the uh the Dennis Rodman Hall of Fame speech later on in the show. But right now I wanna yeah, pop something speech. real quick. Go ahead, you wanna say something real quick on me? You go ahead. Uh, uh, you know, as far as the clothing line is concerned, you know what I'm saying, my father used to always say, think five, uh, think five times before you speak, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. you know, anybody that's been looking, been reading, uh, that's been on Twitter and just been, just, just, just fucking around getting all the information, man, you know what I'm saying? Everybody needs to start thinking first before they, before they start jumping the gun and just, you know what I mean, doing Doing things that are, you know, that you know, that change the, the course of history, basically. You know what I'm saying? Where, right. where things can be running smooth, and then all of a sudden, one person, two person, three people can just do do certain things, and just the ripple effect is just devastating. So everybody, it's like kind of like you know, the, um, the what would Jesus do? Bracelets, you know what I'm saying? Basically, I, I see where you're going with it. It's just many mm-hmm. people just if if I know. By doing this one thing, that's going to make me get 25, 30, 40, 50 years in the penitentiary. You know what I'm saying? I can see my kids and all that. Then why would I do it? You know, everybody do, need, need to do a lot more things nowadays, real talk. Exactly, that's real, that's, big old media. That's real, because a lot of people in pen- mm-hmm. penitentiaries like, man, if I would have thought first, you know, I wasn't thinking. I should have thought about it. You know what I mean? It's been everybody been in a situation where they said, whether it was minor or major, said, you know what? If I would have took time to think, I wasn't thinking, man. I was tripping, man. I should have thought about it. But it's too late then, you know what I mean? But if you think about yeah. it before you react, you know what I mean, no matter what the situation, at least you thought about it and you knew what you was getting into. Right. You weighed out the pros and cons. You looked at both sides yeah. of it. And you figured out that, you know, regardless of what happened, I had to take this. I got to take this on the chin. But just like you said, man, when I be watching, uh, like, MSNBC and all that, watching the penitentiary, you know, shows and whatnot, it's a mm-hmm. whole bunch of people in there that came in there when they was, like, 50, like, like 17. And they mm-hmm. and now they, like, been in there, like, 25 years. I've been in here since I was 17, man. And they, you know, they all old and whatnot, just, just behind them bars, basically just living like animals. You know what I'm saying? So... Right, I'm sure right. They, I'm sure, For I'm sure. Life too. Yeah, I'm sure. Unless it's like, listen, unless it's like child molest, like something heavy. I'm sure people right. would choose to do 25, 30, 40 years in the penitentiary for like ten dollars, twenty dollars. You know what I'm saying? You done murdered somebody for 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 fifty dollars, 
Now you got to do 30 years in the penitentiary and change to your kids. That's real, yeah. That's real, big old Meezy. That's real. That's real tough, you know. So it's a lot of different ways you could you could take this, man. It's 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 you know it's a lot of different ways. It's a reminder too. Hey, you know, if I'm wearing this around Think First T-shirt, you know, I, hey, I feel good about wearing it. You know what I mean? You know, hey, and, Think and, First and before. And, that's a pretty and positive message. When people walk in, you know, when people walk in, when people walking past you. They looking at your shirt and they saying, "Oh, yeah, I do need to think first. You know what I'm talking about? So you sitting in the message. Right. It's like some, it's really like some brainwash shit, but it's in a good way. <laughs> right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, no, I was just gonna say uh, before you made it, uh, came up with it, were you worried about people stealing the idea? Did you like patent and everything? Yeah, see, uh, what I did, uh, I keep it on the hush between me and my family till we, uh, till my lawyer did a trademark search, and uh, it took about two years to clear. And then after that, after it cleared and stuff, and uh, and we got it, uh, yeah, we got a patent, and then we kind of like released it after that. I start, you know, putting the word out there. But yeah, that's that's that right there is, uh, it's it's locked in. Hey, Ryan, tell me a funny story. Tell me a funny story about uh. When we came out to the to the Black Expo last year and did an interview with you, and you was just like, ah, 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 ah maybe not, maybe oh, not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna lie, man. You know, this is all new to me, man. You know, my, <laughs> you know, I'm a beginner entrepreneur. You know what I mean? It's, it's all new to me, so um, I'm not used to these, the cameras, the microphones, and stuff. But this is something I gotta get used to, you know, because. Uh, Hey, you know, I'm in it for the long run, you know. So, hey, you know, and uh but you know, it was all it was a tripped out situation for me, man. So I can imagine what you guys going through as entertainers, you know what I mean? Okay, uh, and you know what? At, you know, at the end of the day at the end of the day, man, it's it's always every everybody should always be learning, you know what I'm saying? You should always be learning and trying to figure out stuff, you know, in general, like the point but you know, you gotta always take baby steps. So eventually, if you but but consistency is a, will make the brand, you know, be more solidified, being more consistent. You know what I'm saying? So okay. Like the more okay. Shirt, the more shirt, the more shirts you get out there, the more you know visual. You know, it get more visual. They get with it. You get some artists and all that. And eventually, it catch on. Plus, you got you have. You're not just doing it just so I can make some money. You're doing it, you know, saying for a purpose to get a message out there, and you're doing Correct. it at a time. You're doing it at a time in which everybody needs it. So there's a, there's a demand for a whole bunch of dumb motherfuckers to start thinking first. So that's right, the right, that's right. So that's, <laughs> so basically, right. keep up the good work. You know what I'm talking about? That's all I'm saying. Hey, and, and okay. Rodney, put out your put out your Twitter real quick. Okay. uh... My Twitter address is at THNK, uh, the number one, numeric one, ST, uh, clothing. Okay, and if that's too confusing for you, go to my Twitter, at SoulKid Radio, and, and I talked to him earlier today. And, and you'll, oh, you'll you can see him. I'll send you his thing, man. Or you go to thinkfirstclothing.com. Right, yes. You know, you can spell out Think First Clothing on Twitter. It should pop up too. Think okay. First Clothing, yeah. Man, so Rodney, we, I still want my, I still want my shirt. My wife got her shirt. I didn't get my shirt. Um, oh, it's all good. It's all good. And also, I'm gonna be I at mean, the uh, Art and Soul Festival this weekend coming up. Okay. I got a booth up there, and uh, 
you know, this is uh this is gonna be my second uh, event. You know, things are getting busy. I'm be, I'm be doing the United Negro College Fun Walk around Lake Merritt on September 17th, and then I'm gonna be at the Magic Show um, August 23rd. You're doing magic. That's yeah, huge. I'm just, you're doing magic. That's big time. Mm-hmm. That's huge when yeah, you no, do magic. No. I don't have a booth up there. No, I don't have a booth. I'm just going up there networking. You know what I mean? I'm just going up there networking for one day. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime anytime you say, when when you start talking about you doing magic, then people know you're real. That's that's when you know somebody's just really doing it and really taking it it to the next level if they're going to do the magic show. Yeah, man, because you know this is I want to pass this down to my kids. You know what I mean? So I can't I can't stop. You know I introduced it to my kid. He like it. He he's enjoying it. And uh, hey, we're gonna we're gonna make like I said, we're in it for the long run. And then when I tell people, I say you you gonna get nothing but the quality best from me because I'm not dependent off this to pay my bills. You know what I mean? I got, I'm working, so I got a job to pay my bills. So I got time to raise the quality in this. That's right what we talked about last week. You gotta have a side hustle and and, and a full time job is hustle. Yeah. Get you a side hustle. That's real talk. Real talk. Definitely. So uh that and Misha definitely got his because he's always working. Every Monday he's working. Okay. Yeah, I've been on uh side hustling for too for too long over here this summer. It's almost <laughs> like uh my my Jew juice is kinda like kicked in and I'm like, Oh man, I gotta I gotta keep on working. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah it's, it's Ronnie, so are you gonna hustle. be at the, the Art Festival on Sunday too? Yeah, I'll be up there Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, from uh, so maybe, twelve to six. All right. Well, we we'll get uh, we we'll get Mike out there. Me, me and Mike will come out there. Maybe I don't know what Omichi's doing. He's probably gonna be on tour or something. But but we get Mike fitted okay. up with his shirt because he's doing his he does his uh, comedy every week. So okay, we'll take a picture okay. with him in the shirt, put on the website, you know, and do all that mm-hmm. stuff. I'll help you on the website too. Okay, yeah, too. Cool. I appreciate every, every help I could get, and uh, you know, uh, you know, I'm glad I'm able to hook up with people with with experience, man. Because you know, hey, that's how you learn from other people that's been through it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you and, know uh, your family now, so so it's all good. All right, uh, Rodney, we can okay. get right back to you. Let's go to this hip hop show of the week, hip hop song of the week. It's actually not a hip hop classic because of today's show and because of 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 how how great today's show is going to be. I'm taking it back to 1985, 1980s. Check it out. This is it. Soul Kitchen Radio. Hang on right there. Fred Hammond is coming up next, everybody. He's on the line. He's coming up. Check it out. It's Soul Kitchen Radio. Here's another hip-hop classic. Taking you back to the old school. On Soul Kitchen Radio. On Soul Kitchen Radio. On Soul...
Kitchen Radio.
who love the Lord, who has a relationship with the Lord, can talk to other people who are not perfect and, you know, and share his love, of, you know, you know, his love to the Lord and for the Lord. You know, so that's that's the deal, man. Man, that, that's great. And and I want to also say one thing. I want to shout out to the family of Pastor Zachary Timms. I seen you talking about that on uh, on Facebook and Twitter this morning. Um, you want yeah. to talk to him for a second? Uh, yeah, you know, I, I probably, I don't know if I could do too much because I'll get a little emotional about it because Zach was a good friend of mine, you know. We weren't the kind of friends that hung out every day, you know, like, yo, what's up? And we were just the kind that would reach out to each other, talk to each other, you know, and every time we saw each other, it was a great moment. I just saw him at the Essence Festival and uh, hung out with him for a little while. He and I stood on the side and we watched New Edition, you know, um, do their thing, and we were just standing there talking. It was just good to see him. And I hugged him a couple good times, you know, like, yo, Zach, man, it's good to see you. You know, we know that he had some some trials, some, some re- recent trials, you know, oh, okay. in his life. And I was always one of the guys that wanted to say to him, man, listen, you, you got one guy and you, you, got a, you got a guy over here in your corner that says, man, I understand what it's like. And no matter what you're going through, man, I'm with you and I understand and I'm standing with you. And uh, and it just now I just realized, you know, today I, I put on my Facebook status that, man, your struggles are over. And, uh, you know, basically be at rest and, you know, Trust the Lord. I mean, it's in the Lord's hands now. So, you know, a rough day, rough day for everybody because he was such a likable man. So right. our prayers go out to his family, you know, his, his, his ex-wife and and his his mother and everybody. You know, just we just we're just prayerful today. Yeah. Right, right. Well, can I can I uh, play my favorite song? I'm gonna, I'm gonna can you can you sit on hold for another for another song? I want to play you my favorite song of all times. That, that you've sung. And this, Go for it. This, this is it right here. It's Fred Hammond is on the line, 714-694-4150. This is Soul Kitchen Radio. This is my favorite one right here.
and I put my iPod on the stereo in the car, and I could listen to that one over and over and over. You know, well, I'm gonna have to pull that one out myself. Oh my goodness, that one that one brings me back. So, so Fred, so you started back when did you you started back in 1985, or is that when you first got with uh, you were working with uh, with the Winans playing bass for the Winans, right? Uh, I started working with the Winans in 1980, like oh, okay. when they came out 1980, 81-ish. Uh, you know, I started playing bass for them right around then, and uh, I took that for about three years, and then I created the group uh, Commission. Right. Um, 85, our first record came out. Right, and that was uh, that, that first record, what I'm going on with the Commission, yeah. right? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we had been working on that record since 83. You know, we started going in, saving up our little money. See, studios were different back then. You know, you didn't have nothing in your house. You couldn't afford studio equipment in your house back then. There wasn't no digital nothing. So right. you had to go to them big 24-track studios, and that's what you asked them. They said, is this a 16-track studio or 24-track? <laughs> yes, 24. It was like $65 an hour. Wow. And we was broke, so we just saved up <laughs> our little pennies and we played at little skating rinks and made three fifty and we put that down and we go play for a wedding reception made about four hundred dollars and we put that down and save up a thousand dollars and go spend a thousand dollars worth of studio time and then when we run out and that's not a lot of time back there in the day, right? Enough to put down maybe two three songs, rhythm section wise because there wasn't no sequencing at the crib. It was everybody plug up, put your headphones on, rehearse at the crib, pull your bass out, get the drummer behind the drum, get the guy on the keys, and then you go. And then you do as many takes as you need to do, and, you know, then you try to get your singers in. Next week we're going to get you come back and save money and put some singers, some backgrounds down. And, and we worked like that for two years, and then finally we was able to put a record out. Wow. Omizi, how do you, how does that sound? Now, Omizi's on the line. He's, he's my co-host. He, uh... He, he tours with E40. He's, he's one of he's one of E40's uh, uh, artists. And he tours. Uh-huh. So how you doing? Oh, how you doing? How does that stuff sound for you good? back the day studio stuff? Oh uh, yeah, that's, man. Were you doing all that in Detroit? Doing it all in Detroit, man. We started a little bitty studio called RMJ on Six Mile, man. And, that was uh, a, oh, that was yeah. that deal, dude. Yeah, I, I went to the, um, we was in Detroit one time. We went to the same, because Anita Baker is one of my favorite artists. And I think we went to the stu- a studio where she recorded Rapture. Is that the same studio? You, you ever been in that studio? Well, that's, yeah, that, I believe that she recorded that with my man Mike Powell over uh, in Oak Park. Yeah, and he had a nice studio in uh, uh, in Oak Park. So she did a United Sound Studio A or Mike Powell Studio, yeah. I, just, I remember going. I remember walking in there, and, and, and I was looking at the wall, and I seen the plaques, and it said Anita Baker Rapture, and I was, I was like, man, I was looking at, I was like, is this where she recorded that? I almost went crazy. I felt, you know what I'm saying? It's like going to Graceland or something when you grow up on something like that. But Absolutely, yeah. That's, that was yeah. She, she recorded right there, yeah. So I got a question. How, being that you was you were in Detroit. And and you know music is so diverse. Like you know everybody was doing the whole soul thing. You know you know everybody with the whole, uh, you know. So how did you how did you stay focused on on gospel and not veer off into what everybody else was doing? Um, I don't know, man. Maybe it, it maybe it just been the calling, or just you know like when I'm from us kids, we were instilled in church. We were raised in church, although 
the church we were raised in, you know, it wasn't like we just went to church all the time. We were raised in the street, but we were raised in the church as well. So it's like once we had a uh, a foundation, you know, of just wanting to do do it God's way, we just felt almost convicted if we did it any other way. You know, it just felt like, man, I, I can't do that. And at one point, I ain't going to lie, my bills were so tight, and I was out with commission, and we were making a name for ourselves. But, man, we couldn't pay our bills. You know, we was going out, and we would go do gigs, and promoters would, you know, wouldn't have, wouldn't promote it right, or we weren't popular enough, and we'd get there, man, and it'd be, you know, 70 people in the audience of 2,000 seats, and, and, man, we just wasn't making it, man, and it was just, like, it was hard to make it. And one day I talked to um, a producer over at Jive Records, and, and I did this little demo, with, um, and, and it was an inspirational song, it was an inspirational album. And um, I did it. I didn't feel naturally right about it, but I did it. And the guy offered me a deal. He said, man, I'll give you a deal right now to take this right on Jive Records, and, and we'll put it out, and you just make some inspirational music, man, and you can pay your bills, and we'll give you an advance, and we'll do this. And I stood there, and I thought about it. And um, I just, at some point, man, just, and, man, I didn't have food for my family. I mean, I mean, I, honestly, I was wondering where every day we were going to get our, you know, be able to go buy groceries, you know, or right to do the to do the kind of uh, to do gospel, and and really like, you know, I'm looking at your I'm looking at your discography, you know, that's a lot of that's a lot of work, but it's also it's also probably a lot of pain and a lot of life experience in those uh, recordings, you know what I'm saying? And being from Detroit, I know it's a lot of pain, and you can go every time I go to the city, um, we just performed out there. Uh, What's that big, that big, it's a big, um, it's right on the water, the big stage right there on the water? Shane Park. Man, we just Shane Park, yeah. Down. Yeah, we, that's the second time we we did that one. That's the most beautiful place to perform ever. They had the boats pulled up. You performed that before? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah I've done that, that a few times. Shane Park is that spot, man. That's a, it man. is a beautiful place to go, man. It's just one of the city landmarks, man, one of the premier auditoriums, you know. Um, man. And what's so cold? The last time before DMX, uh, the last time when he before he got when he went to jail, he he uh, we, he was there. He he headlined, and that man boy, he went up there. I hope I hope he just got out. I'm hoping you know like people like yourself, man, with they got they got a lot of pain that, and a lot of inspiration to help. You know, right now he you know he rocked that place by himself, but you could tell he was still afflicted. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I now who's in there? DMX. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He, yeah. he headlined. He had. He headlined that same venue, man. You know what I'm saying? And, and all the people in Detroit came out, brought they, you know, they park. You know, so you know how they do. They come bring their picnic stuff. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and be out there barbecuing and having a good old time. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I love Detroit. That's that. You know, so that's my that's Detroit, my city, man. And it is a lot. It was a lot of pain in it, but uh, you know, once you're a part, once you're a Detroiter, man, you never, you never are not a Detroiter. You know, after at the end of the day. You know, uh, it's just a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good city. Uh, it got caught in an, in an industry revolution where, you know, we were we were built on by cars. You know, Chrysler, Ford, GM. You know, we were built. You know, Chevy. You know, we we had that's all we knew is, is the, when it dried up and and everybody else. You know, uh, went elsewhere. It just it put the city in a in a lurch. But it's still a great city, and I love it. Right. Excellent. So what, what you got? What you got? 
like coming up? Any collabs? Any collabs? Like I seen you did the Prince of Egypt. That was that was a a, a very inspiring uh, you know cartoon. Is there anything like that coming up? Uh, no, now, man, I'm just I'm refocusing now, moving into taking my ministry to another level. Uh, you know, I got a jazz CD out now that just came out two weeks ago. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a jazz CD. It's like a uh, tribute to all of the uh, jazz greats that helped make me who I am today that I would listen to growing up. You know, George Duke, Herbie Hancock, uh, Marcus Miller, Jeff Lober, Joe Sample, the Crusaders. Wow. You know, and I and then the Yellow Jackets. I I just I put a, an album together of songs that I wrote with uh, some of my partners here, uh, and we just put them together, man, and just you know had a ball with it, and just and uh, went in there and just made some nice music. But uh, what it does is it, it's going to allow me to take that into a different genre, take my 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 ministry without beating people over the head to right. different venues, you know. And then on top of that, I got a new uh, love song CD coming out. It's a praise and worship. It's two discs. It's a praise and worship song uh, album that deals with relationships and and what God thinks about it. And it's a uh, um, a love song CD about from a man who is a Christian man who who loves God but understands what it's like to be in love or to have the pain of love. And so I'm getting ready to deal with a whole new level level of 100. You know what I'm saying? Very real. <laughs> well, Fred, you know, I, I put out on Twitter that, that I was taking calls because I got, I got a copy of the Granddad Turner. In fact, I got the copies that you, that you sent and that you, uh, that you autographed, and I put it out that somebody was going to win some of these copies. So we got a caller right now, 708, who is this? Hello, 708 area code. You're on the phone. You're on with Fred Hammond, Soul Kitchen Radio. I'm sorry. Yes, that's you. You're on the line. You're on the line right now uh, with Fred Hammond. Fred Hammond, are you serious? Yes, you are. Yeah. I'm serious. He's right Hi, here. Fred Hammond. How Hi, are you? How are you doing? I am wonderful. I am blessed. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I've actually met you before. Okay. Um, You did a radio show for... Uh, gospel Radio in Chicago with okay. um, what was it, Sean Knight. Okay, and good, good, good. I was there. I was the winner, and I sat there right. with you. And Man, the you just I win everything. It. You win all every, everybody's radio show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> it was just Please. a blessing because my mother called me while I was at work, and she was like, "Fred Amazon, you need to call in right now." It's like, okay. <laughs> Wow, that's yeah. great stuff. Tell mom I said, hey, hey, mom. <laughs> yeah. Mom's listening. <laughs> She's over here. She's over there in the chat room. She's listening. In. She's listening. <laughs> Love oh, you, mom. Gonna, Thank you. you. just want a copy of the uh, Granddad Turner, the new CD uh, featuring Fred Hammond, and he signed it with a God bless and a Fred Hammond signature on there. So hold on the line right now, and, and we'll, I'll get your information, and we'll send it to you. Thank you. And, Thank and you. Your mom, your mom said from the chat room, she said, hi, Jeanette. <laughs> All right, hold on the line. Don't hang up. All right, Fred, I got one more caller for you. This is my mother-in-law. She loves you, and so she wanted she wanted to ask you a question. Old school guy. Go ahead, Mama. Hi, Fred. How are you? Good. How you doing? Oh, I'm blessed. Thank you. Uh, I was wondering, would you be coming to the Bay Area anytime soon or in the future? 
We're working on it. Probably the Are end you? of this year, you know, the top have of Have you been here? I, I, I missed it if you had. Yeah, we've been to Oakland. We've been to the Paramount Theater. Oh, that, okay, Oakland okay. A couple times. Uh, yeah. So, uh, let me okay. see. Okay. We'll last time you guys came, yeah, last sure. time you came was for the, uh, for the funeral. Oh, uh, yeah, for, okay, right, for uh, Walter Hawkins' funeral. Okay, was that the yeah, one? Well, you know, I, don't, I didn't make that one. Oh, you didn't make it? Oh, no, I was okay. Did you know I him? I actually didn't make that one. I actually had a concert somewhere else. Oh, okay. Were you acquainted with him? Absolutely. Walter was yeah. one of, of, of my mentors. Yeah, mine too. I grew up with him in the church. Yeah, he was one of my mentors. Joel yeah. Smith, uh, the, his, his, his nephew, was one of the great bass players and drummers of my generation who yeah. we grew up listening to. You know, so all right. So keep us posted when you'll be coming back. Because I'd uh, like we're to working take on it. it now. You know, it's about it's basically we get we get invited. You know, to come back. You know, so uh huh. wants to invite us and say, hey, we're having a gospel event. They'll bring us on out there. All right, all right. Well, I'll be looking forward to seeing you. Well, now with Granddad Turner, my my, my jazz band, we'll probably be out there a little bit quicker because it's going to take us to different places. You know, we'll go to different spots and. Do you, you know, ever go to Monterey? Jazz Festival? I'll go anywhere and do what I got to do. And then, oh, yeah, Monterey. You should see if you can get hooked up with that. That happens every year. Yeah. Monterey. Like, I think we are on something festival. like that now. Yeah. yeah. Were you aware? Say again? Did you know that they had a festival out in Monterey, California? I believe year? we got a call from somebody about that. Somebody saying we, they yeah. wanted to look into bringing, the jazz, bringing my jazz group out there to that. So, yeah, you would know, enjoy cool. that. Yeah, yeah, you like participating in that. All right, Mama. Well, okay. thank you for, for calling. I'm starting to let you listen to the rest. I know you can talk to him all day. I know. <laughs> <laughs> nice talking to you, Fred, and pray for me. <laughs> all right, Fred Hammond. Oh my God! So we're still giving away the CD. We got, we got, uh, we got one gone. We got a, a few more to go. Um, Fred, let's talk about this. Uh, well. You know what? I something that I that I really love that you put on Twitter the other day was you were you were on the plane headed back to Dallas Fort Worth from Chicago. As I was walking with Travis, I mentioned how many people would love to do this at this level. You know, and that's that's true because I know there's everybody would. You know, so so tell us tell us uh, the humble feeling you get when you. When you travel and you and you sit first class and you, and you do all this stuff that you actually deserve, you worked on it for so many years. Um, I think the key moment when in that moment was really more so. Um, like I said, I didn't I didn't get a chance to grow up and enjoy just performing and then people clapping and then getting a check, you know, and riding around in limos and. And eating green, taking the green lemon M and M's out the bowl in my rider, and having you know certain things. This was really a calling. So even though I do get blessed to you know to sit in first class or to or to you know to get a, a little bit better things that 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 happen now with with bigger engagements, people don't know what it costs to get there. They don't. They absolutely have no idea of what it costs. And I think about it sometimes about how, you know, doing this for the Lord, I I often look at myself and scratch my head and say, I don't know why you called me. I, I can't imagine why you picked me. 
I, I, I just there's so many more people better than me to do this. You you, you definitely there's so many people that sing better and play better to do better, but then there there are probably people with lesser issues. You know that was raised by a conventional mother and father that can stand up before people and say, hey, I was raised in a perfect home. My mom went here and my dad went there and they went to college and, and they both went to church and they raised me in church and and people don't understand what it cost. It cost me everything. I came out of the womb wrong. I was an illegitimate bastard child that wasn't even supposed to be here, that was supposed to be aborted, that my mom went to abortion clinic to have it aborted have me done with so that I wouldn't be an embarrassment to my my father and her. And uh, they they were really the illegitimate ones. But, you know, when a child is born, he, he's the one labeled. And they went to, 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 to eliminate me and exterminate me. And the Lord pushed his hand into my mom's womb and pushed me back where the knife couldn't get me and the, the procedure couldn't take me. And then I come out and I have to deal with a lot of different things growing up because I was an embarrassment to my mom, you know, and the church didn't do her right. They put her away and they wouldn't embrace her. They had put her away and there was just me and her and there was a lot of pain and anger and anguish. You know, she just, she's a good woman, but her life before her and her ex-husband treated her a certain way and she felt ostracized. I'm not supposed to be here. I'm not supposed to even be here, and therefore not getting that affirmation, I grew up searching for it. And so how am I standing before millions of people doing this? It's not because I'm good. It's because a cracked individual growing up is telling other cracked individuals that Jesus loves them and he died for their sins. Now, there are a lot more perfect people that, you know, do this for a living and they 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 travel and they're preachers and they're pastors and they're great and they they don't have they don't have a blemish, but man I've just been one guy that's been scratching my head all the way through this thing and saying Lord I love you, and if you if you have me I will serve you, I will work for you and I'll tell other people but you're gonna have to work with me because I'm still figuring this thing out and then I don't understand it but man I'll stand before thousands, and sometimes that that level of humility, that's the level of humility that I that I deal with. And not the not the other humility where people say, "Oh, praise God, just pray for me. I'm doing the best that I can that I might be the servant of the Lord that you and I'm just humble my humble servant no, I'm really like i I don't even know why I'm here, like why did you pick me? You know, so I don't get a chance to just sit up and say you it's me and it will never be because of me if any accolade that I get is never because of me it's if anything stupid you hear, it's always because of me. But anything that you hear, but he run this and he did this and somebody did this or people, it's only because God did it through his grace. And he wants to tell other people that I have that same grace and greater grace for you. And that's just, that's his way of doing things. You know, it's just like his, and and I just trust him. And, uh, you know, so that's all of that stuff. That's why I told him people don't know the pain. They don't know the cost of the oil in my alabaster box. They don't. They don't have a clue. Not to cut you. Not to cut you off, but to see, you know, when I write, it's like when I write raps. You know, what I'm saying it's like it's like a healing. It's like a healing process, and and you know, you could touch a million people, you could touch ten people, you could touch one person, 
But if you write from the heart and you write from true experiences, <laughs> and you and like you're doing right now, you testify, you can testify to to what you've been through, and it, and that's why a lot of people, other people, may not have the same longevity. Just yeah. like they don't have the same longevity in rap music is because they haven't been through what a Tupac, a Fred Hammond has been through, a E40 has been through. You know, they were maybe born with a silver spoon, so they 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 can't reach back and grab that pain when they need it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like an actor like an actor who might have been molested as a child, when they yeah. need to when they need to, 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 to cry or whatever, then they gotta pull on an experience in their life that helps them get to that point. So they get paid for that. You get paid for your pain, and you should get paid for your pain and fly first class because, you know, you know, when I was growing up, you know, it was four cousins in a bed of sand playing Absolutely. all day, you know, and get, you know what I'm saying, and rats and roaches and the whole thing. So if I pull on that pain and I, and I give it to the people, I should be compensated knowing that somebody at the same time somebody is going to learn from it and pick themselves up. I know you've been from Detroit, coming from Detroit. That's a lot of people that that you know maybe committing suicide because they don't know how to deal with the new pain that they never felt. And it's people like you and and other people that know how to survive that pain. That's going to be be able to get people to 2013 and 14. You yeah, you know, at the end of the day, I had three cousins, 17, 17, and 26, commit suicide because life got too tough for them. One took a bullet to his head. And the other one put the his obituary in his pocket and took a garden hose in the basement, and my my cousin found him. And then my last one took an overdose of pills. Was going to do it on the same day that my other cousin did it. Told us he said, but he waited two years so everybody can get over it, so he can do it. So I understand that's where I lived at. I mean, people don't understand. I didn't. We wasn't raised like that, man. When you talk about rats in the crib, man, we had it. Me and my mother and my two brothers. We had rats in the crib that were infested. I'm talking about we had to actually exterminate them ourselves because we couldn't afford to <laughs> exterminate it, come out there and do it. So we had to get them ourselves. I mean, I had to actually take a 22 rifle and shoot a couple of them in the house. You know, people think, you know, they don't know where we come from, you know. So you, you, you're right, you know, it's at, at this point. But I don't look at it as compensation. I look at it as God doing some things. He says, you know what? At the, when, if you're faithful over a few things, I will make you rulers over many things. So it's still up to me and up to you, like, you, like you're able to write that song. And a lot of times what people don't understand is this. What you do is really a platform to get you to be able to say what you say. Whether you write rap, you know, whether you write this or you play football or you do basketball, you know, you do your craft. And that's why I'm able to do this jazz stuff now because I can do my jazz stuff going to a jazz club, and I don't care what they're doing, if they're drinking, if they're doing whatever, because at some point I'm going to get them to say, to give them my testimony and talk about right. what God has done for me without preaching to them. Just talk about right. it, just like I'm talking to you all. Mm-hmm. And then at right. the end of the day, tell them to go to A-flat and sing No Weapon and bless the people <laughs> up in there and walk out and just plant right. a seed. I'm willing to do that and go anywhere and any time. That's what I'm. That's what I'm here for. So these are platforms that you have, so you can tell somebody, you know, about the goodness of the Lord. I can tell somebody about the goodness of the Lord, and um, you know, that's just where we are these days. Man, that's wonderful. So, so Fred, uh, Brian is on the phone. I know Brian had a question for you. Brian, go ahead. Uh, Fred, what you just said is is so uh, absolutely touching and amazing. I mean, you know, you see people that uh, you know go through so much. 
uh, tribulation and uh, drama in their life and all that. And I'm a I'm an inspiring, you know, I like radio. I do, you know, me and me and uh, Kamatra met a year ago, and I, I truly believe it was God, you know, because God has a plan for both of us. I'm a sports guy. I'm a radio guy. I do acting, and uh, you know, right now I'm just giving it to God because God. Got got his plan, you know. I'm I'm I paid rock bottom, you know. I'm struggling. Life is tough right now, but uh, you know, I just I just know in life that it will get better, you know. And I just have to have one foot in front of the other. And um, you know, I, after hearing your story and stuff, and seeing all that you went through and stuff like that, it's you know, it's it's uh, it's just a uh, the way the word the word is is just uh, it's gonna get better, you know. And, and yeah, yeah, we'll, man. You know we'll, what, like, life. Life is just what it is, man. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. it, it offers different pain to different people. Some people you don't don't have it as hard, and some people have it extremely yeah. hard. You know, we may think we have it hard until we look over into Africa where we see kids born and their flies walking in their mouth or flying all over their eyes and they have big bellies. And, you know, what did they do to get that? You know, where we're over yeah. here, we're complaining about some things, and it kind of puts some things yeah. in perspective. But life will get better, man. And each day it's, it's a... That's why I say we fight the fight of faith. It didn't say we have the good picnic of faith. We don't have the good parade of faith. We fight the good fight. It is a fight. It's tenacious. It's like fighting six Mike Tysons at one time, and it's yeah. hard to fight one. You know, life will get better, man. But, you know, yeah. your testimony, you know, your testimony, uh, you guys, all you guys' testimonies, and it will help somebody else who feels like they can't make it. My testimony will help somebody else feel like yeah. who feel like they can't make it, you know, uh, and that's what life is all about. Man, so Fred, when when we talk about when you talk about uh, you know, you don't know why Jesus put you in this in this and 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 made you the gospel icon that you are. Do you often in the back of your mind say, "Man, what if I was a Luther Vandross?" Because you are that good, where you could have been a Luther Vandross. You could have been just all R&B singing for the ladies and stuff. So do you ever yes. think about that in, your, in the back of your mind? At this point, no. I mean, man, I'm 50 years old, and I've went over. I've made it over the tough parts of of, of 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 life, you know, man. You know, going and sticking in there. And now at this point in time, I'm like, you know, people are going to hear this new album that I come up with, and they're going to be thinking, oh, what's he trying to do? He trying to change? Not, man, I, man, I've done it. <laughs> I know them all. People know me, and they know me and trust me. Mary J. Blige or, or singing with a Charlie Wilson or, or I can walk in any event, sports athletes. Man, I'm known for, you know, I'm known for being who I am, sharing what I, what sharing what I am. I don't want to be anything now. I don't, man, I really wish I could retire, to be honest with you. 30 years, it's just taking a toll on my body. Man, I, it's just, you know, it's just, I'm a little tired. I love my job. But I do want to be more effective. I, I, I'm picking relationships now because relationships are falling apart, and that's what everybody wants to know about, how to fall in love, how to keep love, how to communicate love, how, to, how do we deal with this thing of love because we're falling apart. Fifty percent of all marriages in the church, in first-time marriages in the church, end in divorce. Sixty percent and then of second time, and 70 percent of all third-time marriages in the church fall apart through divorce. We don't know what we're doing. And one of the things we're not doing is we're not talking and we're not keeping it real. We're not talking. So we, we, we make up this corny stuff and we say just pray and slap a scripture on it. Well, it ain't working. That's not what God said. 
You know, God, we got to actually be about it. And so now I'm going to take a step out here and do some things and, and take another try. And, you know, I'm not trying to be no R&B singer. I don't want to do that. I want to be who I am. I still believe that there is a hip-hop generation that is some, that God is waiting to raise up, that somebody is going to come across something that will be a great hip-hop hit that'll, that's going to glorify God. And it's going to be easy. It's not going to be preachy. It's not going to be this, but it's going to glorify God in a way that is like nobody's ever seen before, you know. And uh, somebody just got to figure that strategy out because it's a strategy. So you know, man, I I am just I'm happy of being who I. I don't miss it, man. I've I've, I've seen some really good days, man. I live pretty good. My God has blessed me with my my own crib, and my 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 family is straight. Even my my ex is straight. I can make sure that she's she's taken care of, and uh, even though the state of Michigan helped do that too, you know. But uh, <laughs> I'm actually they they wouldn't have had to tell me to do that, you know. Um, the rehab, my kids are good, you know, and 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 I'm 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 okay, you know, and I, I don't miss anything, man. I absolutely wouldn't trade this for the world now. Would not trade it for nothing. I wouldn't want to be. You know, what if you could have Jay-Z's life? Man, I wouldn't trade for that at all. I'll take whatever this life has given me. I'll take it. And I love it. I'll look back on it. And we'll do it again. We'll do it again. So I I, got to tell you that my wife is right here, and she said, you tell them that we've been married four years now in the church, and we're not going to divorce. That's it, and that's the mindset you have to have. But the only thing is that is like you know the, one of the things that I tell people, and the, one of the things that my songs deal with is is uh, is that vision is the only thing that separates people. When two visions start to creep into a home, that's division, and you cannot beat division. You wow. Know? All right, listen. So, do you think? Would you consider this Granddad Turner uh, thing part of your retirement, kind of? This, this well, I'm not going to retire. I said I would. You know, and that's what I probably, if I had some more cheddar in my pocket lined up, I might tell everybody, man, I'm good. I'll see y'all later. Holla at you. Uh, you know, uh, but at the end of the day, man, God, I've not got it like that. But Granddad Turner now is just another phase of who, you know, what I'm getting the chance to do, to enjoy some things. Like, we were able to make that music without trying to eat. You know, That's what well, I'm we got to get with a record company. Well, we got to go do a dissing. No, we just said, man, we want to make a record. Just, you know, and and that's kind of like what I what I was putting out there is is Granddad Turner seems like it's like a it's something that you kind of wanted to do in your heart. You you love it, and so it's kind of like when you sit down, and you play the bass with these guys, and you're playing jazz. You're you're out of your your work mind. You're not thinking no. about. No, we're not trying to we're not to trying to gig. You know? We just enjoying it, man. We just turn the light on, man. Let's turn here. Let's go there. Let's. We don't have to have no this. We don't have to have no that. We don't have to have no radio. It, if it sells, cool. If it don't sell, cool. We just let's just do it. Uh, my Miles Miles Monroe said it best, and this is something that that really blessed me. The richest place in the whole wide world is the graveyard, mm. because so many dreams. People said, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that, and, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that. And they take it to their grave. They never try it. They never try it. And they go to their grave, and the grave now holds probably the key to cancer, 
the best album ever heard, the best lyrics ever written, the best movies ever made, the best inventions are in the ground because somebody didn't have the courage enough to get get it done, or they got discouraged. Somebody told them no, and they got discouraged. Well, when I leave here, I'm going to be empty. When I leave here, I'm going to be empty. When I stand before the Lord, I say, everything I wanted to try to do, I did it. Now, it wasn't, but I didn't take I didn't bring nothing with me. All right. Well, we're going to check out one, one cut of this Granddad Turner, because I know, I know you can't stay on the phone for hours and hours, but we can keep you here. But we're going to check out a cut of this. Um, we're going to listen to all about the crusade. I, I love how I love the feeling that I get when I listen to this album because I've been listening to it ever since I got it. So I'm going to let everybody. Man, I was pick. hoping that you would pick that one. That's my favorite one on there. Oh, good. See, we're, we're... that's my favorite one that we have the little Russian scale up at the front, you know, that little Soviet scale movement in the front. And it reminds me of the Crusaders. That's why we call it. It's all about the crusade. Uh-huh. It's the way I felt when I heard the Crusaders do their thing. All right. Well, here it is. The Soul Kitchen Radio right here. Fred Hammond is on the line, 714-694-4150. Got a couple more copies of the Granddad Turner to give away. So get on the line right now, Soul Kitchen Radio. You're tuned into the baddest radio show on the internet. Soul Kitchen Radio. Soul Kitchen Radio. Soul Kitchen Radio. Soul Kitchen Radio.
granddad Turner, my friends, my fam, featuring Fred Hammond on bass. Yeah. That was wonderful, Fred. Yeah, man, I love that song, man. It just love it, love it. You know, we got Mike on the phone. Mike, want to ask Fred a question? Yeah, yeah. I just wondering, you know, like, you know, life is not easy, and uh, things kind of get you down sometimes, and you can get in your dark points. What uh, what is your best advice for somebody who uh, you know feels a little bit out of it, like feels like a train that's not on these tracks right now? You know, man. Like, um, what do you do? Number one, I, I feel like that often. You know, um, and one of the things uh, that that I've learned to do is we just come out of manpower, a church, and uh, one thing that we dealt with is that about getting real with God. God, one thing about it is God wants to. What I've learned is God wants us where we are. He doesn't want our church face. He doesn't want our face that we give everybody else. He wants us really where we are. So if we're off the track, he don't want us to act like we're on the track or like we're we're, we're airplane flying high in the sky and everything is cool. He wants us off the track. He wants us to give us him off the track. Do we trust him? And what I have to do is I have to trust God with where I'm at. I have to trust him with my issues, man. You know, if 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 only serving God or is about being good, man, I'm done. I'm doomed. And here's the here's the key. And ain't nobody else gonna tell you this. So I'm gonna just tell you that as a secret because I know it's just me and you. Everybody else, a lot more people are struggling than they want to give you than they want to let you know. We just don't know who we can let into our lives. And so, therefore, we don't say nothing. So we act like everything is good, that we never get depressed, that we're never down, that we're this, and we always walk in faith. And truly, there are some people who live on the mountain that troubles have not really hit them, and they've kind of made it through life. And But there are more of us that deal with issues and stuff and struggles. But a lot of times we want to help God out and act like everything is cool, so we, we, we're his PR people. You know, we're we're down, but we won't say, it. oh, I'm, pressed, I'm blessed and highly favored and everything. <laughs> that's real. We're confessing everything that is, you know, that that's not as though they are. But really, it's okay that God really knows us. He's a, he knows right where we are. And so, from time to time, what I have to do is I have to say, Lord, you know where I'm at. You're going to have to help me because if you don't help me, I wouldn't make it. And so, if I could do this on my own, then why would I ever need you? I can't do this on my own. I'm going to need you. And when I trust that he's there, that he understands, and he's not this big old dude sitting on this big old chair in the sky with this long white beard waiting to strike me down as soon as I do something stupid. I'm prone to do something stupid. We're prone. We're off track sometimes. We think off track every, every, every now and then. But that's why he says, come to me as you are. Bring me every burden. Bring it to me. I care for you. You can come to the throne and come to and get the help you need. That's what I need. That's the kind of God I have to serve because I can't serve the God that says, unless you do it right, I'm going to kill you. I can't. I won't make it. I'm done. I'm toast. You hear me? Call me English muffin because right. I'm toast. But I need God. Man, I need a God that says, here's the thing. When my son or my daughter comes to me with issues and they're crying and they're upset, I man, immediately, no matter what they've done, how bad it is, I'm going to talk to them, but I'm going to hug them, and I'm going to do what i got to do. And here's what the scripture says. Me, I won't use nobody else, me being evil, 
give my kids good gifts, how much more will God give his kids, who is great and no evil is found in him, give us good gifts? So that's the way it is, man. And just you just have to be encouraged, man, and, 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 and start tomorrow. Go to sleep tonight and wake up tomorrow and say, Lord, give me a chance to do it better today. Yeah, that means, that means uh, get over your girlfriend, Mike. There's another one out there for you. Yes, yes, I got to get over her. Definitely. He just broke up with his girlfriend, Fred. So he, he's been oh, old. man, I know that feeling, dude. dude. I know that one. Yeah, it takes a minute for you to get out your heart, man, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, it, it, you know, it's, it's another one coming. Just, you know, you'll be all right. All right. Fred, uh, six double awards, four stellar awards, one Grammy win, 14 nominations for Grammy. Man, you, you've lived a lifetime in the music industry. And, uh, you know, once again, I, I want to say that I'm, I'm grateful to have you on this show today because that was, you know, it was, it was an awesome day. I've been looking forward to this for like the last two weeks. One question before we go. And 2002, you did a reunion live CD with Commission. Is there any chance we'll get another one before the end of life? Well, you know, we're, we're actually talking about it. You know, we're actually, we've been in talks about it for the last year and a half, you know, to see how we can make it make sense. Uh, one of the things I do know is that where I'm at in my life is I can't go backwards, you know, right. anything. I can't go backwards in thinking. You know, I, I would love for this to happen. I think we have chance to do something you know pretty good and then rekindle some nice stuff you know uh but you know man once you have been on this side and you think different and you kind of run your show the way you run it and it and it worked for you you you're kind of not willing to go back to something that you know you know and, and groups are democracies right and groups democracies got, I, really don't work you know you you need a head god is a head and, you know, going in there to vote, you know, then you have, yeah, I, I really want to do all of that, you know. Uh, so I'm kind of letting them think their way through it, and I'm hearing some pretty good stuff. I don't have to be, you know, you know, this. If God called me to be the spearhead, then, hey, guys, let's just roll it this way. But, uh, man, I, the way I'm doing it now works, and it feels real good. And so I'm, I'm talking to them, and they're talking, and, and now they're talking to each other. And I'm hearing a little bit more sensibility you know, with people as they get a little older, but uh, I think our window is getting short. Right. So, um, well, what are you doing? Know, um, still on I, <laughs> I think you'll probably, I think you'll probably see something here in the, in a little minute, though. Yeah. Well, you know, you, I don't think it's getting too short because the whispers are still on tour. They're still doing their thing. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, Fred, I just want to say once again, uh, thank you so much for for being on the show. We're going to continue to. to to promote the Granddad Turner for you, I, I wish you the, the best of luck in that. Um, I hope you come out to the Bay Area and, and I get a chance to to meet you, or if not, maybe I can meet you up at uh, at, at Ivy Hillier's uh, thing up there in Texas because my wife loves them, so we go up there sometime so, to go see them. You, this is somebody special. Yes, yes, sir. She loves she loves the Hilliers. She follows them all the time. Well, let's look to get out to to the Bay Area. You know, that once I come out there, y'all, you know, come on out and hang out with your man. You know, we're gonna do what we do and have a great time. And so, look for us. We definitely will. I'll, I'll keep in contact with Travis. Thank you, thank you, Travis, if you're listening for uh for for being instrumental in, in putting this together for me and for us. And so, once again, any, any last words on me before we go? 
Oh, man, I, I enjoyed this radio show. Okay. Keep doing what you're doing, man. And uh, all you guys on there, man, I enjoyed talking to you. You know, keep doing your thing, man, writing your raps, doing your thing, man. And, and just in, uh, and, and I'm telling everybody out there, and, and that's, that's under the sound of the voice, is, you know, let's just keep each other up in prayer. Keep doing the best you can. Fight the good fight of faith because it is a fight. Don't give up. If you can't move forward, just stand, you know. And, oh, great. You know, I can't, I, can't go out without, I can't go out without saying something that's been, been bothering me that I had to ask you, and, and I don't mean it to be disrespectful. Anybody ever call you? Like the heavy D of gospel? Man, you know, actually, Hev and I are pretty cool. That's my I man. I figured you would be. I figured you so would. Hev and I is cool. You know, he, he, that's my dude, man. He, he ain't really Hev no more. He's like medium because <laughs> he done lost all that weight. So I'm trying to catch up with him in that area. But, you know, a lot of people thought coming up, they thought, hey, man, are you heavy D? They stopped me in airports. And then they would stop him and say, man, are you Fred Hammond? You know, so we got together and we laughed about it. So we called each other brother from another mother. That's yeah, my dude. Yeah, you know, you know, and, and I figured that. That's why. That's why I asked you that question, man. So. Yes, sir. So I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna go out with another one of my favorite songs. You'll you'll love this one, um, Fred. Hopefully, we'll talk to you again soon. We'll get you on the show. Um, when you come to the Bay Area, we'll we'll come out. And we're gonna hang out with you, man. We'll. Yes, sir. I, I can't wait to meet you in person. Yes, sir. Take care. Okay. You guys All be right, good, man. Okay, well, thanks, Fred. Thanks Fred Hammond, everybody. 714-694-4150, get on the line. I still got the Granddad Turner CDs I'm giving away. So we'll be right back after this.
Soul Kitchen Radio, man. That was an awesome interview we just had with Fred Hammond, Omizi, Misha, Brian. Hello. Everybody's on the line today. How did you guys? Yeah, that was deep. That was awesome. Yeah, right. that was a great interview. Yeah, Misha wasn't that's... even talking. <laughs> Tamika Nicole's on the line. She just called. She missed Fred Hammond. What's up, Tamika? What's up? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I see you've been doing a whole lot of stuff, and you do it. Unfortunately, I couldn't make a lot of the things because, of course, I work on Saturdays and Fridays and all that. But, you know, how, how's how's all the uh, how's everything going? I, I see you're you're starting a music company or a music uh, uh, yeah, teaching. I already, yeah, I already started it. It's called Jefferson Nichols Consulting. So what I do is I train both songwriters, um, basically how to navigate through this business, how to um, how to basically get themselves together to make money because you know things changed and people need to know that you know like you have to change with the times. You can't do what what worked five years ago or even three years ago because things have changed so much. So I'm just you know hosting and. You know, really putting other people on and still, you know, I'm still singing, but I'm still, I'm also doing, you know, trying to promote other people at the same time as I'm trying to promote myself. You know, that's the way it works. You train other people and, you know, put, send them out so that they can do what they do well, and then you learn from training them. So that's what I've been doing lately. Okay. Well, that's good, man. So so that's going good for you. When's your next, when's your next event? Uh, next event is going to be actually um, I just I'm opening up a concert series that started in October at a venue um, locally in San Leandro called the Linden Life Gallery, and that actually is a concert series called the Soul Renewal Lounge. It's an acoustic uh, type of deal where it's one singer, um, you know, one instrument pretty much, and people just singing or performing, you know, just straight, no no pretense, no nothing else, just straight music. Um, you know, music in its purest form. I host, I bring in the singers or the instrumentalists, and they just play for 45 minutes or an hour, and then they get to talk back to the people as well. So um, I'm also doing, I'm also working with the Linden Life as well. I hosted their open mic series last night. Um, and just working on really, you know, trying to put together some quality programs. My next full band show is going to be on October 22nd back in San Leandro at the Englander. And, uh, you know, a lot of this stuff, I put the recording stuff online so people can hear them. Um, you know, pretty good recordings that I take with my iPhone, Apple, I hope you're listening, Apple computer. <laughs> um, you know, put the stuff up online and really just let people hear, you know, true artistry and unedited, unedited, and singers and songwriters just doing their thing. So that's really important to me, and as well as the teaching and training people for stage. You know, like I how you pick songs. This is how you interact. This is how you do all this stuff. All the stuff I had to learn, you know, for 11 years out there hard. And of course, I'm singing in church every, you know, every second and fourth Sunday. So. All right. Well, if somebody wants to get get a music lesson from Tamika Nicole. Who do they call? They call you. They call don't. They actually can call. Um, they would call five one zero three nine five two four three four, or they would go to. Um, and email me at education at com, And I have group classes that are going to be starting in September. So I really operate in group group classes. I basically take everything I know about being a singer and everything I know about being a performer and executive producer on an album, and I basically just 
for that into people. So the classes are pretty affordable, and for the types of things that you get out the class, it's, I'm really just basically I'm pouring in my 11 years of experience into you. So, uh, you know, I train all types of executive producers. I'm not just limited to jazz or R&B. I'm, you know, I'm talking about the process and getting your music marketing stuff coming out. And then I have another workshop um, on April 20, I mean, August 28th. That's a music marketing workshop that I'm going to be hosting as well. So the cost on that is like $35 for, you know, right. a all right, that's good. So we'll you you got the number five one zero three nine five twenty four thirty four or go education at com and and I'm gonna have Omizi go over there and teach people how to rap. All right, Tamika, thank you. <laughs> All right, talk to you later. I'm sorry, oh, to right. <laughs> Okay. Oh, is, is that is that a deal, Omizi? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> gotta pay me for my pain. <laughs> you got to pay me for my pain. <laughs> we well, for pain. <laughs> All right. So, so we're back. We had a great show. That It's not even over yet. We still got football to talk about. There's so much more going on that we wanted to talk about. And, and you know, it's funny. When they called me. Please hold on. Please set luggage cart brake to on. <laughs> Is that Mike? Mike, you still at the airport? Yeah, I'm at the airport. I never told Fred, but uh, like I'm Jewish, but I've, I've been at a church more than I've been at a, at a synagogue. So I wonder what he thinks about that. Please hold on. Actually, meant to ask him about uh, the help because I just watched the help. Well, me, did you see the help? No, I, I didn't. Uh, I didn't get to. Man, I seen that yesterday, and you know what was funny is the place was full of old white people. What? Yeah, I mean, old white people like like in their sixties and seventies was there, and they was you could hear when when she would say something about her being black, they would laugh. You know, they would just it was it was crazy. It was a good movie. It was a real good movie. I would say go see it. Go get if you get a chance, go see it. If you don't mind. Are you in the movie? I heard no. I was in the no. I bet no. I bet you your grandpa was in the movie though. Oh. <laughs> no, that's Grandpa employed some help back in the day. All right, so. Uh, was the pimp. <laughs> wow. No, but anyway, we went and seen three movies yesterday. We saw The Help. We saw Final Destination 5 and 30 Minutes or Less. You, you, pay for 10, you pay for 30 bucks to see three movies, or you snuck in all of them? Uh, you know, we, we do what we do, man. That's that hustle. <laughs> you get in one. You went one in one. Ain't it like, like, like an hour difference between movies, like 30, 45 minutes or something? No, you got you to gotta get it right. You go from one to the other. You, you, you look at <laughs> Yeah, you know, you got you keep, that's what the good thing about an iPhone, you get you got Flickster on it, you tell you when the next one come out, and as soon as that one's over, you shoot to the next one. We was at the movie from like two to eight last night. Just you and your wife? Me and my wife and two kids. We left the oh, other wow. home. So Wow, that's sick. But so, <laughs> you can't watch thirty minutes or less without without having uh 
the social network references. Like, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> it was good. Right, she needs Fred Hammond back over here to pray over her. <laughs> you know, wow. We got a lot going on over here today, man. No, the social network, uh, 30 Minutes or Less, a dude from social network who played uh, who played the founder of Facebook, he was in 30 Minutes or Less. And you cannot. What? You cannot watch that movie without making Facebook references. Like, oh, if, if he blows up, we'll never have Facebook. You know, if you see the movie, you know exactly what I was talking about. It was crazy. Final Destination, not looking forward to seeing it. It's all about death. I mean, God, it's, it's, was it good? Final Destination uh, was good because at the end, they, they, good, they yeah. brought it back to the first one, you know? Oh, wow. Oh, it kind of came, kind of went all the way back around to to the beginning of the very first one. The dude's ticket said, like, March or April 2000, and then oh and the plane blew up and all that stuff. It, so it was, it was kind of, wow. it was, it was the ending was cool. When I while I was watching it, I was like, "This isn't the best one," but it was cool. Totally, totally, dude. So check it out. Let's get into this. You are now you are now to the Soul Kitchen Radio Radio Sports Show. Soul Kitchen Radio Sports, and now we are getting into it. Now we have the NFL. We have fantasy football. Peter Parker, where are you in our fantasy football league? Uh, we have Clever Lane, Grim Reaper, One Love, 1914, The Lobos, Miami Fins Rule, At The Real Jason Jr., Farve Dollar Footlong, Lay em Down, Phoenix Players, Ground and Pound, and then my team is Jason Campbell Soup. Omizi, oh, you're not you. in there. Where's, where's Misha, nah. man? Misha, nope. not, Misha. Why aren't you in? Why, Omizi? I've, I've been wiggling. I've been wiggling. I've been wiggling like Jello. I ain't had time. You know what I'm saying? So, therefore, uh, I'm going to have to just live vicariously through all, everybody you just named and, and hope we all win. I'm going to put a dollar down on all the teams. That way I'm, I'm, I'm guaranteed to win. Wow. You, should put, you should put 100 bucks hey, on me. Hey, you know what? Hey, go ahead. Hey, that'd be, hey, hey, the fantasies, man, they be stressing me out, bro, and I'm already doing a whole lot. I don't need added pressure. Even if, it ain't, if it's free and ain't no money on the line, It'll still stress me out because I'll be trying to follow it. You know what I'm saying? So, I, you know, I like to enjoy my season. I don't want nobody to get hurt and then me be like, man, you know what I mean? So I'm going to live vicariously through y'all and let y'all stress out, and I'm just going to enjoy the football season. So how did you enjoy the first preseason games? Did you get a chance to watch any? Because I didn't get a chance to watch any. I was at work. You know huh. what? I watched, a whole, I watched a whole lot of ESPN and seeing the highlights because right when – as soon as the game started, I was on a plane on my way to Chicago, and then and then we went to uh, we did a show in uh, uh, Arkansas. So you know the time differences be messing you up. You know what I'm saying? So I caught I caught I think the last bit of a game, but by then it wasn't even worth seeing. So hopefully I get to catch some. I think Wednesday we're going to Norway. We're gonna be gone for like four days. So I'm I'm not I'm not thinking I'm gonna see no uh, preseason games this week. You guys gonna be? Are you gonna be on the show next week? Or are you gonna still be traveling to Norway? Yeah, yeah. No, I'll be back. I'll be back Sunday. Okay. Peter Parker said that uh, that all that stuff is gonna be messing up your creativity. Definitely not, cause I I can watch ESPN and absorb it like a sponge. So it's Nathan. All right, we got a caller on the line. Four one five. What's up? Who's this? Well, it's Sweet Gail. 
sweet game. Oh. You know. Yes. The quirky one. Yeah, the one that's they, looking for someone to exploit her to make some money. Wow. So, Gail, you stayed on the line almost for the whole time Fred Hammond was on the phone. What did you think about that interview? If I tell you what I really think about that interview, you won't want me to call this radio station no more. You didn't like it? Are you an atheist? Do you want me to real tell you, really tell you, or I can fake yeah. it? Yeah. Now, do you want the real deal? We want the real deal. You want it real? Yeah. You want it real. Now, don't hold it against me. I'm going to give it to you real. I'm sure he's a lovely guy. Yeah. You asked for it. Hello? Uh, come on. Come on. All right. Now, I'm sure he's a lovely guy, and I've seen his tragic story about God, the hand of God saved him from being aborted and all that. And I'm sure he's appreciative. And I'm not saying nothing personally against him. But if I wanted to go to church, I would attend church, uh, you know, a real church. Not that I'm saying you he can't, you can't have his own opinion. You didn't hear I mean, the disclaimer. Not that, we said the not, disclaimer not earlier in the show. No, 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 no. Not that I'm saying he he couldn't go over there and talk about that all he wants. I'm just saying my personal opinion, uh, if I wanted to hear so much of that, I would go to church. And I'm not, and you don't even want to know what I really think about church because it's even worse than I'm telling you now. <laughs> All right, you know, church, you know, but you know, church. Hey, Camacho, 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 you know what's crazy is even yeah. though, even though Miss, even though Miss Gill, even though you say that, this is the longest show you've ever sat through. Even when we did the other regular shows, so we, he must have been doing something good that he captivated your Holy Spirit and caused you to sit on the phone for two hours and some change. So that's totally contradicting everything you're saying, and you need to think first before you make these I statements. Am like first. Jerk what did I say? Did I say anything wrong? I said it wasn't my cup of tea. Okay. Got a eight first like Rodney. Eight first, 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 church. The church has got lots of money. I mean, if someone wants to give some money to the church, forget the church. <laughs> go out and give it to the real people who need it. Because after they do all the administration and and keep up their millions and millions of hours of artwork, how much is going to, like over in Egypt, that guy, that president that got thrown out now, how did his family get up 60 or 70 billions of dollars? You tell me how oil. he got that money. And I bet oil, a lot of it came from oil, the United oil. States government. Oil, 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 And that's what gets me about this government. They're robbing the poor working people of their hard-earned money, and then they're wasting. You shut your mouth. You're talking to me. Now I'm talking to you. I'm talking about how this government, there was another program on last night that these big businesses are getting away with. You shut your mouth. You're talking to me. Because they put their money offshore somewhere. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Yeah, you shut your mouth. You talk, I'm talking to her. Let me tell you. They're always over here pissing about the money in this country. And let me tell you what they do. They rob it from the people who are actually working for it, the poor working people. And then they waste it. 
It's bad enough to rob it. I'm not saying they're not supposed to rob it because you're in the you're supposed to pay tax, the upkeep, but they're not doing right by the money. Like all that. That's right. I'm mad at and all these politicians they ain't doing crap for me. They're getting their nice medical insurance like I told you. And and they're looking at the stupid things. Why don't they look at where the money's really going? Do these stupid wars and now I've seen on T V that they're spending like a hundred and forty seven billion dollars to train the Afghan people to be soldiers. And all, and everyone in this world got to wake up. I mean, those people over in these other countries that are killing each other right. over shit, they got to wake up. I mean, yeah. got, when yeah. you know what they going to say? It's 2011, man. And you know what they going to say? And you know what they're going to say? And you know what they're going to say? They're going to say, they're going to say, excuse me, Gil, how, how are you making a living? And what are you going to say to the government? I'm waiting for people hey, to I'm not out there killing other people. <laughs> I, I, mean, I, I understand that, but I want you to answer my question. They're going to say, how are you making a living, Gail? How am I making a living? Yes. How am I making a living? I'm not killing other people. How do you eat? How do you eat? How How are you eating? How are well, you now surviving? I can't eat very much who, because who, they told me to go helping, on a low-fat diet. And you can't eat hardly <laughs> food on a low-fat diet. Who is diet. helping you? Excuse me, Gail. Who is helping you survive right now? Me is helping are you, me are you survive. Receiving, are you receiving government? Are you receiving government su- subsidies right now? You got the old, the gold Obama EBT card. That's what I'm saying. See, we need to. We, if we, we, if you, Am if, I making billions of dollars like the people are? You can't have it both ways. Way. You see, this you is can't what get this money is why from the, the government and still argue about the government. <laughs> I just, I understand that. Okay, let's end this. Let me end this right now, Gail. This is exactly what you need. Check this out. This is for you. Do you have feelings of inadequacy? Do you suffer from shyness? Do you sometimes wish you were more assertive? If you answered yes to any of these questions, ask your doctor or pharmacy about tequila. Tequila is the safe, natural way to feel better and more confident about yourself and your actions. You'll notice the benefits of tequila almost immediately. And with a regiment of regular doses, you'll overcome any obstacles that prevent you from living the life you want to live. Stop hiding and start living with tequila. Tequila may not be right for everyone. Women who are pregnant or nursing should not use tequila. However, women who wouldn't mind nursing or becoming pregnant are encouraged to try it. Side effects may include dizziness, nausea, vomiting, incarceration, erotic lustfulness, loss of motor skills, loss of clothing, loss of money, loss of virginity, delusions of grandeur, table dancing, headaches, dehydration, dry mouth, and a desire to sing karaoke and play all night rounds of strip poker, truth or dare, or naked twister. Warning, the consumption of alcohol may make you think you're whispering when you're not is a major contributing factor in dancing like a retard. May cause you to tell your friends over and over again that you love them and may cause you to think you can sing. Alcohol may also lead to you believing ex-lovers are really dying for you to telephone them at 4 in the morning. Alcohol may make you think that you can logically converse with members of the opposite sex without spitting on them. It may create the illusion that you are tougher, smarter, faster, and better looking than most people. It may also lead you to believe that people are laughing with you. Alcohol may cause pregnancy, and it may also be a major factor in you getting your ass kicked. So what are you waiting for? Stop hiding and start living with tequila. Tequila! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That is hilarious. Hey Camacho. Hey yeah, Camacho. I think it hey, it looks like it looked like it looked like New England is back to their old self, man. They they scored oh forty five points in the preseason. What's going on, man? That's, that's forty seven to twelve over Jacksonville. And, 
And Brady didn't even play. Yeah, yeah. Brady, Brady didn't play, and Ocho Cinco didn't even play. Right. Well, well, Brian was telling me today that Ocho Cinco might be waived. Yeah, no. the rumors. Yes. Tell us the rumors. We've Tell us what's going on, Brian. Well, uh, Chad Ochocinco and Albert Hainsworth, uh, I went on, I go on Roto World and Bleacher Report, which is the best website. Uh, they, you know, Bill Belichick's a very tough guy, and he brought these guys in. They're, you know, they've been, you know, they've been to a lot of trouble with both organizations. Not Chad as much, and uh, you know, Belichick wants to bring in, you know, some skeptical players. And if you, before game one, he's deciding possibly to waive them. Um, you know, Hainsworth's been in a lot of problems with the law, but supposedly from what Pepper Johnson said, he's been actually pretty normal. But there's rumors right now with the money and stuff like that, they want to save money. They might waive them both to go with the rookies, uh, Taylor Price. I mean, they got Aaron Hernandez. I mean, they have to pass the loaded right now. Um, so, so I don't know. It's going it's to be interesting. They brought in um, TJ. Pushmanzada. Uh, Push yeah, Who's your mama? How do you say this? Who's your mama? I love that. I love that. All song. <laughs> Karaoke with that dorky guy. I wish you could play it. It sings the song. TJ, who's Mazana? Oh, I love that song. That's that, that song. Um, but uh, yeah, they got TJ, and I think they got um, they got the corner Darren Sharper in uh, today, and they got Renato Hill, who used to play for the Dolphins for two years, to 2006, 2008. So, Pats are loaded right now. Ryan Mallett's actually a pretty good quarterback, and Brian Hoyer is a better quarterback than you know anybody to have. I mean, right now, Pats right now should win that division. Um, the Jets are definitely uh, – but it's only exhibition. Anything can happen. Injuries can happen. But if the injuries did happen to Tom Brady, Brady's got maybe two more years. I think Ryan Malk could step in and be the same guy. I really do. I think he's got a strong arm. I think he's got his, his character back. Brian Hoyer's a good quarterback, backup quarterback. So, uh, you know, getting to the Dolphins, on the other hand, <laughs> Chad Henney couldn't uh, – <laughs> Chad Henney couldn't get himself out of a paper bat. You know. I'm almost up. Yeah. How about Cam Newton's debut the other day? Over 100 yards? Jason, how many did he have? Jason's over here. Jason's here with us, guys. Imagine that. Jason's back. What's up? What's up? But Jason? He's here. He's yeah, that's Jason. crazy. Oh. <laughs> hey, what about the <laughs> rule? This new rule kicking off from the 35, are we, is it just like a waste to kick off? It might as well just not even kick and just put the ball on the 20. Hello? Yeah. Anybody hear me? Yeah. What do you, what do you got uh, uh, that? I mean, every kick. I, know, I, had to see it, I had to see it live and direct to see, to see how it affects the game. I haven't really, you know what I'm saying? I, I have nothing to judge it upon because I haven't seen it, yeah, like, I've watched in, it in a good way or a bad way. I had to watch it and see what happens first. I, I've seen I've seen several kickoffs so far in the preseason, and I've only seen two returns. You know, and 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 one of those returns was like out of six yards back in the end zone. So yeah, but nine times out of ten, you only nine times out of ten, the average return is only like ten yards, maybe. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. It's only, you know, a certain maybe a couple people in the league that's running them back, even though you like to see them get ran all the way back, but it's a rare occurrence. So I don't think when you look at it, uh, you know, as far as, you know, you know, I think it's, I think the new rule, we have to look at it and see if it's going to make a big difference, but I don't think so. Right, yeah. It, it's, uh, I think it's just going to be more, more people, more people, Getting touched back, starting from the 20. Mike, did you get a chance to watch any preseason? Uh, 
Mm-mm. Was that mm-hmm or mm-mm? Mm. <laughs> yes or no? What was that? Mm-hmm or mm-mm? Oh, sorry, that was Eat. me choking on my burger. But, um, yeah, I watched a little bit of the Patriots. You know, I had to watch that. I, they, I don't know why they kind of went off. They don't really need to score that many points in the preseason, but. It was almost like but, like Jacksonville just couldn't help to give up that many points. Like, every time somebody touched it from the Patriots, they scored. And, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're just going to. They run it. They run it. They're running so many different packages, dude. It's like, you know, unless you are able to – there's no way for you to know as a defense to know all them different packages and slants that they're about to start using and, and throwing. So, you know, they basically – you know, it's preseason, so you're going to get caught off guard. And like we said, they're going to they gonna run up – you know, but they're going to they gonna run up the score regardless because they want to try everything to see what they need and what they don't need. I'm sitting up here looking at this – this uh, what he was talking about, the Ocho Cinco Hainsworth thing. It's a, it's for real. They really talking about it, but like fifty one percent. I just looked at the uh, total votes out of forty three hundred. Fifty one percent. The question was, should the Patriots keep Chad Ochocinco and Albert Haynesworth? And fifty one percent said yes. Thirteen percent said no. Thirty percent said uh, no. Just keep Ocho. And uh, four point eight percent said no. Just keep Haynesworth. So. They talk about it for real. You know Belichick. He don't give a damn. He'll cut you if, if, if you know, it's not feasible. He yeah, don't he don't give a damn. Real talk. So, uh, so I just got my tickets today for for the 25th of September for the New York Jets coming into Oakland. Mike, are we going to go on a second to see the Patriots in Oakland? Are you going to wear your Patriots jersey? Uh, you know, I'm going to have to. You're going to get beat up. You're going to get beat up. I feel like the way to go out of this world is getting killed by a bunch of uh, Raider mobs. You're going to get beat up. Well, the, the dude at, at the Dodgers, you're going to be, not the Dodgers, like the dude that got beat up at the Dodgers stadium. It's going to be way worse. Yeah. And they're going to stomp out your, they're going to stomp out your roof or your car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, goes, you, you mean, you mean the, uh, the bark train? <laughs> they're going to stomp, <laughs> the, stomp the roof of the park. They're going to stomp the roof of the park. You know, Mike got him a BMW, a Bart Muni walk. And the bar mm-hmm. police going to shoot you. Hey, the bar police going <laughs> to shoot you. Yeah. You're going to so, be like the Warriors yeah. trying to get back home with that jersey on. <laughs> yeah. we're, like, we're going to have to make it to the next line. The next line. <laughs> Warriors. <laughs> Warriors. Yeah. we got to run through. Yeah, East I don't know why they, how they didn't kill me last time, but I guess the second second time's a charm. Well, last time we went to a Miami's game. This time we're actually playing against the Pats. So that's going to be a different one. Yeah, still, man. I, that, but you just hang out with us. We'll, we'll keep you. We'll keep you. Uh, keep you safe, man. Don't you believe that? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Don't you believe you know, that? Me, don't you believe oh, me. It's no number eight. Hey, he go, Hey, hey, Camacho gonna be in the line getting getting uh, chicken strips and beer <laughs> while you while you over getting stomped out in the corner. Look, they gonna have Mike line. They gonna have Mike sitting down, and there's gonna be a line like an airplane. Where they just lined up and his ass. Yeah, that's crazy. Movie airplane when they was lined up to beat that lady's ass in the airplane. Hey, but you, hey, hey, yeah, but you know what, man? On on the real, real, real. Even though I'm a, even though I'm a Niners fan, man, I really do hope 
that the Raiders have a good season, man. Like, for real. Like, I really wish this would be the year that they go to the playoffs because Oakland, you know, the city needs it. Like, the Bay needs some kind of something to unify the city, man. I hope, you know what I'm saying, that they, that, you know, they pull out all the stops and, and try to get to, at least to the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, Maisie, could we, could, could we uh, you want to bet on, on who gets the bet, better record this year? I don't know, as long as, uh, what's the game coming on? It's coming on like the 20th, the uh, Niners versus Raiders. We can bet dub on that right now. Oh, that, yeah, that's that's next week. Okay. No, not, you know, Niners, we always smash preseason, so I don't know. You might want to think about that. No, I'll put 20 look, on look, that. Look at the record. I'll yeah, it's okay. That's put 20 on that one. Y'all hear everybody, everybody's so kitchen. You know what I'm saying? We, you know, and anybody else, we can, we can go push-ups, but I know the Niners, even though, uh, our quarterback Alex got his ass beat. I don't know if y'all seen that. They put hands on that dude. So we we really are in dire straits of a quarterback. I don't know. Oh, I, I didn't get to see the preseason. I just seen the highlights of him getting smashed. Well, they so, they, they uh they're working out Dante Culpepper today. Man, that that need to go down real talk. Forty nine is bringing Dante Culpepper and working out with him today. Jay, are you are you there? Yep. So what do you think about that, Jay? How's how's that sound? Dante Culpepper, a 49er? What do you think? You think it'll happen? I'm ready to go play quarterback for the Niners. <laughs> so he can throw it yeah, to Braylon. So he can throw it to uh, Braylon. Yeah, it ain't that hard. If you got Dante Culpepper, I would be so fucking good. Culpepper sucks, too. <laughs> He's bad. Oh, my God. Culpepper's coming from... From the Sacramento Mountain Lions, the UFL team where he played last year. Yeah. Where he got so humbled. He's still, where he got humbled. Yeah, so he's still uh he's still he's still working out, so he must still have it. How how did they do? This? what do you think, Jason? Yeah, he played for the Raiders once. Camacho didn't didn't uh he played for the Raiders once, didn't he? Yep, he sure did. Right after uh Aaron Brooks. They brought in Culpepper. You know, we're we're a retirement community over here. We we get them right before uh, they retire, and then we send them out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, at that point, you you gotta start having a plan B option. I mean, maybe you, you like start up some kind of like football camp or something. But you know, he's a little bit too old to come back to football. <laughs> oh. The Niners don't want to win more than three games this year so we could draft Andrew Luck from Stanford number one. I think that's, I think that's exactly what they're trying to do. I think that's oh, what yeah. they're trying to do. His coach is over there, so I've been saying that since, since no. day one. Trust me, man. The Niners are going to lose. The, the Niners will, they're going to win three games. The Raiders might win five. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to be a long time.
That's a good. Uh, we got Jacoby Ford. We got uh, who else? Jason. Lewis Murphy. Lewis Chad Murphy. Chad Shillings. We got. We got a lot, man. We're doing it. Their names. They suck. They suck too, bro. You got. You got to be a real. <laughs> don't suck. They don't suck. They suck. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking you Niners fans. I, I I said because Fred Hammond was gonna be on the phone. I wasn't gonna say fuck, but you fucking. <laughs> Hey. hey, Jay, this is what I get for yeah. you. This is what you get, man. Right here. Oh. Oh. Yeah, that's fucking hot. That's us bust the nut on the phone. Oh. Hey, 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 Camacho. Yeah. Good thing your uh, it's a good thing your mother-in-law isn't on the phone anymore. Yeah, yeah, she's not there no more. <laughs> okay. I would, hate, I, would, I would hate for her to hear that. I would hate for her to hear that. Freak, you gotta, you gotta get out of the house, man. You are losing your mind over there. Stick around. <laughs> Watching porn all of it on Oh, oh my God! Hey, anyways, we need to get. Hey, let's get Fred Hammond back on the phone. We need another intervention. This one didn't work. <laughs> should, we should all go to church after this. Wow. Oh man, Omiji, check this out. Zachary Timms, the guy we talked about earlier with Fred Hammond. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if you watch any of this. Any uh, any any preachers? He's the one that looked like Will Smith. No, I never seen Ooh. him. Okay. Did he pass? It's a pastor that died over the weekend. He looked like Will Smith. He's the one that died. Oh, I didn't know that. I watched that dude a lot. And my wife just told me so. All right. So so uh I used to watch I used to watch Creflo back in the days. I used to watch he he used to talk about big money. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, hey Rick. What? Are you still messing with that female R&B artist? Yeah, it's making a call. We just had her on the phone a second ago. All right, well, look, my boy Eric uh, Austin down in L.A. is having a showcase. You pay $300, and you can come make money down there at the Viper Room, bro. I just got off the phone with him. I'm trying to, uh, and then, you know, the homie Enoch, I'm gonna try, I'm try, I just called him. I told him, man, this is a good, you know, that's Johnny Depp's club, bud. Right, so tell, tell me again, what did you just say? I got a tweet at the same time. What was that? Who me? Yeah, well, you just told me oh, uh, October second. If you if you think you're an aspiring artist and you want to get your stuff out there and you got every all your material ready to go, you can sell your own CDs, your T-shirts, everything. Once you're inside, you can set up a booth and you get to perform for three hundred bucks. At the Viper Room. At the Viper Room in L.A. on oh, Sunset Boulevard, can... Sunset or whatever it is. It's in Antioch. Hollywood, fool. Oh, in L in L.A. Yeah. yeah. The Viper Room is uh, you pay three hundred dollars to perform, and then you sell yeah. your stuff. You can sell your stuff once you're inside. You sell, you set up a booth and sell all your stuff. Cool. It's L.A. It's not the Bay. You know you can't do that stuff in the Bay because we ain't got no market. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> now he's from the Bay. He's from the Bay. My homeboy is throwing a show down there. He's been down there. He's like, damn, just get anybody you can from up there. He's trying to plug everybody from the Bay Area to get down there. You know, if you got talent, there's going to be all kinds of talent people down there, you know, looking for the next new big artist, and they sign people right off the stage. 
Okay, cool. Like, goes and picks up all the freshmen from other high schools. <laughs> yeah, they just sign them right <laughs> off the high school, huh? Yeah, they, they just go up to freshman year. Hey, you're going to be playing at DSL your sophomore year. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, did you hear about uh, Mario's son? He broke his collarbone. Yeah, I heard, man. It's terrible. I heard. He had to get surgery and everything. That's terrible. Poor guy. Yeah, he was gonna he was gonna stay down this year at uh, De La Salle and start on JV, and then he broke his collarbone in practice. He's so now skinny, he, man. Now he might be done. He's just like his, his dad and his uncles. You know, they were always skinny in high school. Remember? Yeah. That's how I was junior years. He's like a skinny. So I was like, "Are you hitting the weights, bro?" And he was like, "Yeah, man. I'm in the weight room all the time with the team." Oh, he just like your dad and your, and your uncle Armando. Those guys were heck of flaco when they were in high school. Yeah. All right, man. So, Omizi, another great Yo. show. Man, oh, have, a, have a good time out in, uh, where are you going, Switzerland, you said? Norway. We're going to Norway Wednesday. We'll be back, like, Sunday, something like that. Well, have a good time in Norway. I don't even know what the hell Norway is, but have fun out there. Is that where yeah, you get it's the same place where all the, It's the same place where all them people got killed by that by that Christian dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we tried to get out of it, but it's in, they, we couldn't. So it is what it is. We about to, and on the way back, we gonna we stopping in uh, Munich, Germany. So it should be very interesting. Wow! So you have a lot of stories for us next week. Yeah, and, I have uh, a whole bunch of footage and everything. Okay, cool. Well, uh, all right. Well, we'll, hey, man, we'll, we'll talk about it. Brother, I gotta go. All right, Jay. I'll let you later. So Kitchen Radio, oh, well. we're out of here, man. It's it's been a great. Right, Hey, Rick, don't forget, Raiders suck. All right, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Fucker. Bye, Gail. Yeah, yeah, you got to get someone to exploit me. Find someone to exploit me. Okay, Gail. Here, here, Tony's going to exploit you. Dial Tony. He exploited you. Call next week. (laughs) I just gave her dial Tony exploiter. We're out. So I'll get you ready. (laughs) See you next week. Have fun, man. Have a good trip. Bird. See you next week. I'll talk. So, so crazy, crazy. Soul Kitchen, Soul Kitchen Radio. Radio. Mysterious. <laughs> yeah, I just got a divorce.